Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Same Shit Different Day podcast. Today, I am joined with my co-host Patrick, <laughs> Patty Daddy. There you go. <laughs> and then um, today, I brought him on uh, to to speak about something that we both have in common, which is grocery stores. Um, currently, works at one. I used to work at one, but we did two different types of jobs. You know, I was more of the loss prevention at my store, and you kind of a uh, little run through of what you do at your store. Everything. Everything. I've done everything. Jack of all trades. He owns the store. I, but not management. <laughs> but not management, okay. <laughs> but um, with with my side, loss prevention, I was more of shoplifting. Have you seen any of that, like, at your store? Most definitely. People steal every day. Y'all need to stop stealing <laughs> every day. Um, anything that you personally encountered? Uh, yeah, there's uh, once there was this guy. He was acting mad sus. I was doing rejects, and uh, he was doing that cliche thing where you whistle. And I was, <laughs> he was just like, with, but he had a backpack too, and he was like, he was like, and I was like, hey yo, what's in that empty backpack? And uh-huh. then it started getting fuller, and I was like, I'm gonna go alert my homeboys, the securities, the securities, and then uh, he was like, I'll keep an eye out. And then I literally saw him look around and then shove something in his backpack. And then I was like, ah, so we have radios on us. And uh-huh. I just switched to the to the security um channel. And I was like, hey, yo, he right here. <laughs> he right here um, in the bakery section. Make sure he's headed towards the restroom. And then he was like, and he went in there. And then he came out. Like, I don't know what was going on. Oh, Funny, I didn't mention this to you earlier, but cut that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was walking back. I was like, "Dang, I think I just stopped a shoplifter." And there was a lady in front of me. I thought it was just a normal customer, but she was like, she looked back at me like, and then I was like, "Oh, did you need some help? I can help you." Like I was trying to tell my coworkers, "Oh, I just think I just stopped the shoplifter," and then, uh, she was just in, in the way like of my conversation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then um. She was like, uh, and I was like, do you need some help? And she was like, uh, if I needed some help, I'd, I'd ask. And oh, I was wow. like, and then I was like, oh, I was like, okay, thank you. Have a great day. And then she's like, she's like, uh, she said some, something under her breath and I didn't hear it. But then I was like, oh, I think she was with him. And then, oh. and then she, she was like, she said, uh, she said, get a new job, HOE. And I was like, oh. And you know that that happens a lot. When when I was catching shoplifters, more of the time they had another person either outside waiting for them or in the store doing their own thing. And, you know, if they see someone, because they knew about us. A lot of people didn't know about us, even though we were undercover people. Um, oh, that's what we were called. Wore like normal clothes. We wore normal clothes. Like oh, that's what they do it at I would be, Yeah, <laughs> I would be dressed like this, and sometimes if it was cold, I, I would just go with like in sweats, a sweater, you know, just bummed out. And you know, I, I it's the same thing. They get mad at you for different day, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing. They get mad at you for stomping their significant other. Their maybe sometimes relative yeah. i think it was like her boyfriend or something or like they're definitely dating but like at the time like when she was having that little uh it was the like the other security guard he was like oh he can handle it 
he went to the restroom. He went to the restroom and they were in the restroom for a little minute. So that's when this encounter was happening between me and his, I don't know, his girlfriend. But um, she was like, she's like, you don't have nothing better to do, get a new job. And I was like, in my head, I was like, get a new hobby. Like, <laughs> why you got to steal? Yeah. And it's crazy, man. It didn't, it didn't even make sense. And then like, they both came out of the restroom and he was like, he was like, uh, the security guard, you just hear him yelling, don't come back, blah, 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 this is that. And then, um. And then, uh, like I didn't, I didn't think like they both left at the same time that her and the guy. And then he saw that they were parked in the handicap, oh, and I was no. like, double, stealing twice. And then I was like, uh, I was like, dang, that's messed up. But I, I, I didn't go near her because like she, she already, she gonna hurt you. <laughs> she called me a three letter word. She gonna hurt so, you. But then he told me the security guard, like he said they were, they got onto a motorcycle parked in the um, handicap. Oh. And his backpack was too full for her to get on, so she <laughs> she sort of fell off a little bit. And then and then um he came back and told me that uh uh he was like that she told him she was like oh it was that f a g boy and I was <laughs> I was like dang they were macking on you they were yeah and then <laughs> and then like he was <laughs> he's cool the security guard um. He's so cool. He was like, he was like, if he came at me anyway, I was gonna beat him because he has like a baton that is also a taser. Mm-hmm. And like he said, he, he said if he charged at me one second, uh, I was gonna beat him with the stick and say this is for that fag boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, dang, that's that's crazy. I never been called two three letter words in a different <laughs> by the same. I remember one of one of the funniest ones I I stopped was an underage kid um and there were schools near us there's a middle school and a high school and mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he came from middle school and he was there with his friend um and he had they both had skateboards and when i brought him into the office i just thought he just stole like one or two condoms Okay. In middle school. Yes. Yeah, so the, that's I mean, like a middle school kid stealing condoms already kind of just why you know why he's stealing condoms. How about the, you know? And so when I emptied out his backpack, he stole a box of fifty condoms. What is he about to do? Magnum condoms. <laughs> that man packing. And I looked at him. I was like, "What do you need this many for? Do you have a girlfriend or something?" <laughs> no. He's like, "No." I, and at that point. What was viral was that condom challenge where, like, you're oh. supposed to put on. He said it was for that. I believe I don't, him. I, I mean, I, you're in middle school. You're in middle but school. But you don't need 50. You're, you don't need magnum condoms, too. too. He was <laughs> learning. He's curious. He's like, let me give me some good. And the funny thing about it is, when you're underage, either your parents come for you or I have to call the cops and they have to take care of you. I can't just send an underage kid out by himself after stealing. And so we got a hold of his mom. Turns out his mom is, I think, an army reserve lieutenant. Like she was like in the military, and she showed up in her military uniform, slapped the shit out of the kid too. And oh god, it was so funny. But I mean, there's funny things like that, and I'm pretty sure the loss prevention guys at your store also have their funny moments. But yeah, a lot of those times were a little bit scary. And what you said that you guys have guns? Oh yeah, they're they're all ex-military, and uh, 
they have the right to carry, but it's only concealed carry uh, for them. They have little backpacks, and they have it. They can't have open carry in our store. Oh. Not at a K Roger. So, <laughs> I mean, see that that's the thing. They just changed the law. You have, I mean, here in Texas, I, it's it's easier for you to have a weapon for a security mm-hmm. officer because the 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 weapon the laws and, and the bills mm-hmm. are loose here. But where I was in, I think it was in Utah. Um, man, they used to have handcuffs, but then they took it away. You mm-hmm. mean, it, it, sometimes you're you are as strong as your weakest link. And when your weakest link does something stupid, it hurts everyone. One bad and, and so when I say they used to have handcuffs is because something bad happened. You know how the museums they say don't touch, you know, or or don't touch this is because someone did it and something bad happened. Mm-hmm. And so the story I heard was that one hot summer in Utah, it's dry, it's a Utah's considered a desert. Um oh. and so in the middle of July there's this apprehension they that it went past the doors and they tackled the guy on the concrete he hit his head he was bleeding and then instead of bringing him back in they just handcuffed him to the flagpole not a good look for corporate uh, media you know people taking pictures of that that goes on the news i'm pretty sure that's what happened it did come on the news and then you know they had to take that off mm. and Oh, it's just crazy. I mean, one being able to have that, I guess, would help because in that one situation that um, we were talking about earlier about um, what happened to me mm-hmm. is that uh, you know you never know what they have when you because when you apprehend someone, you're supposed to bring them into an office. So once you catch someone and they're on edge, now you have to bring them into a room with just you and them, mm-hmm. have a conversation, and they don't know what's going to happen next. So, you know, they're very nervous. And this one night, we, we caught a guy, and he was stealing hot dogs, $3 worth of hot dogs. And um, it was a, from what I remember, it was a Friday night, mm-hmm. and it was busy. They always schedule a lot of people on those days because – more traffic yeah i mean more, it's more traffic more people, traffic more, people more, go to the stores they know they want to steal something here and there and, and and so there was i think it was a full team that day and me and my mentor caught the 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 corn dog guy <laughs> and you gotta go back and edit that you said hot dog <laughs> is it hot dogs yeah, corn, oh, corn, dog, <laughs> corn dogs corn dogs <laughs> and so we catch the corn dog guy and we bring him into the office. Like I said, nothing bigger than a little bit bigger than this. And there's a bench behind you and that's where they sit. And really you do your computer work here. You look up records to see if they had a record. This guy did have a record with us. And this one, I think that one was considered his third stop. Um, so, you know, he would have, I have to call the police and, and, you know, send them. And at the same time, it was, since it was a busy night, we were kind of like thinking like, you know, Cops are going to have to come in here. We're going to have to wait. There's still people out on the cells who are possibly stealing. So we got to mm-hmm. think about what we want to do here for $3. Like, do we want to? And ultimately, we decided we had to because it was this third one. Um, and what I'm just remembering now is that we did call them to come first. Mm. And they were on their way. And so while we were waiting for the cops to get there, the other team caught another apprehension. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our team was very big and versatile. We had women on our team as well. 
and they actually caught more than the guys, believe it or not. I believe it. It's it's crazy because no one ever suspects a woman looking at them steal. Mm -hmm. And so they always had higher numbers than we did. And so they brought their apprehension in. We're doing our thing, waiting for the cops. The girls leave. I think they went to go have lunch or something. And I think at that point, my apprehension, the corndog guy, found his opportunity and seized it. Because um, while we were waiting, I was sitting down. He got up off of the bench and he took his backpack off. I always replayed this moment in my head so many times because I'm like, I should have just told him, hey, give me your backpack. I'm going to set it aside here. I should have done that from the very beginning and just like kind of protected myself in that aspect. Or even when he was standing up, I should have told him, hey, take a seat down, you know, like calm down. But what happened was is that he took his opportunity, took his backpack off and reached in. And, as, you know, as soon as I was about to say something, that's when I saw the handle come out and then everyone was just staring at him. I mean, the other apprehension, myself, um, the other co-workers I had were all just looking at this guy. And then that's when we all just heard the safety click. It was like the loudest thing in the room. And we all knew what it meant. And he was serious at that moment. And he just kind of he pointed to us, kind of like showed it to us like that. And he was just saying that I'm going to leave and I want to leave. And so I just told him, listen, man, the door is right there. No one's going to go after you. And he walked out the door and I went to the radio and just said the apprehension left. He's armed. Do not engage. I repeat, he has a weapon. Do not engage. And so since the cops were on our way, I had to call him again and told him that he just pulled a gun on us. Mm -hmm. That upset to an armed robbery so it's he didn't rob a bank he didn't do anything but he showed us a weapon which then considers it an armed robbery or some corn dogs too <laughs> or some corn dogs and so again it's the middle of the night and it's not the middle of the night it's it's a friday night and this store again is like in the back and it's kind of like a square and on the side you have apartments and the other side you have more stores and multiple entrances to the parking lot. And we're at this far side, and the apartments are on the right side over here. So he's kind of just cutting diagonally across. Mm. And a car, as soon as like like he's here and the car comes in here, it's just like timed perfectly. And as soon as she reaches here, he's cutting across, and boom, he hits her. And she says like he does like a 360 and just keeps on going. Like he didn't even stop and look at her. He just kept going. And he made his way to the apartments. Five minutes later, again, the whole thing is swarmed with cops. And their canines there, firefighters are there. And <laughs> in all the midst of everything, there's one lady saying, I hit a guy with my car. What do I like? She, you think after hitting someone and then cops show up all of a sudden, you're like, like hey. And so when we look back at camera, we saw where he went. And when he reached towards the wall is when we saw a bright flash. And so K9 went over there, they searched the area and they found a backpack with a hole in it. So he never put the safety back on. And prop what I'm guessing is that when he jumped, like to jump over the wall, it might have just like hit his back and and pow pow. <laughs> he could have shot his booty cheeks. He could have like sh shot his spine, 
and been done forever. Like he could have just been there until the paramedics came and found him there. And it's gone he, so much more south, but it already went pretty south. It went pretty south. <laughs> he got hit by a car. He was there just Lost to steal the corn, corn dogs. He, sucks. And 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 so he was on the run that night. They didn't find him. Three months later, I get a subpoena. I have to go to court, and it takes all day. Like I was there at nine in the morning. His case wasn't called until like twelve. I was hungry. I don't think I ate that morning because I was nervous. Should have had some corn dogs. Should have brought corn dogs. As soon as he came out, like, we just holding the like, corn dogs. Oh, I bought these. <laughs> you want to see the receipt? <laughs> and it was funny, is because at that moment when he did come out, like I told you, it felt like a movie scene. Like it's just like I just locked eyes with the man, and I like I was just frustrated. I was mad because. Thinking that someone has control over your life and there's not much that you can do over it, it didn't scare me. It frustrated me because I don't like having that per anyone being able to have that over me. And so over time, I did, you know, was able to move from it, but it was just difficult and stressful. And even on my next apprehension, I was on edge, you know. Like ever since then, it, it always taught me to always be on your toes because you never know when it can turn. And never, ever again did anyone ever have a backpack on them when I brought them in. You know, I just looked out for myself. Un- you know, unfortunately, people still, you know, pulled weapons on me. I had a guy pull a knife on me and, you know, I have to let him go. You know, I'm not going to risk my life for $15 an hour. And yeah. you got it. They got 25 because they're oh, yeah. vets, right? Yeah, they're all vets. So I think they make 25 an hour. And they have and they have weapons mm-hmm. too. So And so for me, $15 an hour wasn't worth it. Not not getting stabbed, not getting shot. But the same thing with that knife guy. I had a call. I remember this one is because they had to actually track him down. And they thought they found him down the street. So the cop had to come back, pick me up, and I had to see if it was him. It was, and they brought his ass back. We, you know, did the whole paperwork. And that's how he saw you again. Like that's how he noticed it was. Well, this is this is a different. This is a completely different apprehension. Oh, this is the, the guy who pulled the knife on me now, and this is a different guy. This is I think a year past like that one. That was my first time I had a weapon pulled on me. I had, I've had tussles, I guess you could say, and I would. <laughs> use reasonable force to detain someone and you know i will i do martial arts so i know how to hold someone and not you know be worried about myself i wish i could be held <laughs> um making me blush here uh, <laughs> but i had tussles and, and things like that but you know when you put it to weapons it's different you know no. you're, you're more on guard that this is potentially life ending yeah and yeah it's crazy it's just a a regular grocery store you can almost lose your life (laughs) yeah and that's not that's why i called the security i was like "Mm, i I peeped something he ain't noticed i peeped it but then she noticed i peeped it because i i talked about it i was like i think i just stopped a shoplift (laughs) do you think you could ever do that stop a shoplift no no I'm a lover, not a fighter. You're a lover, not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I I, I like to uh, keep my life, you know, fight or flight. Flight, flight is my choice. 
I'm gonna fly out of there. It was honestly intense the first time stomping someone. Like I, re- I remember at one point I was looking at my hand and it was just shaking with adrenaline. Not scared, but just so much adrenaline like, going I, through I feel my you. body. And the thing is, at that point, you have to type up a report while it's fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. And just to, like just seeing your fingers all jittery and just like, I would have to tell myself, take a breath, control, let's go. And then, you know, I would be able to do it. And that's, that's good. And I, <laughs> there's this one story I wanted to tell you. And I don't, I mean, I don't think there's any issue with me telling it because it's in the past. Mm-hmm. And I, there was never any lawyers involved, but the lawyers were almost involved is when I, is what they call it wrongful termination. Do you know what that means? Yeah. No. Got fired for no reason. I got fired <laughs> for no reason. And I, again, it's these weekends, these weekends where like people go crazy. And I think it was a Saturday. It was a nice sunny Saturday. And that, nice. it's funny how I can remember like what it looked like outside and, and things like that. But I can't, remember, I can't tell you the time of day, what day it was. I just remember it was like on a weekend, it was sunny. And there was four of us working and my boss was working that day with us. And so this one took quite a long time. Sometimes when you're watching a shoplifter, mm-hmm. it could be five minutes. They come in, they get out, you catch them. Mm-hmm. Or in this situation, it took about two hours to catch this person. God, dog. Watching someone for two hours steal gets so <laughs> tiring. You're just like, how much are they going to steal? And so to be respectful, there was these two heavy set ladies. Mm-hmm. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Big, gotcha. big, big ladies. Big, big. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, <laughs> they, they're they stealing in their purse and they got big purses and they're stealing things like big ladies, makeup. big purses. <laughs> big ladies, big purses. <laughs> They're putting makeup, um, bras, um, they're even putting on some clothes themselves, and uh, jewelry, um, just so much stuff. Even some things from sporting goods they were stealing. Um, so what we do as a team, and we know that there's two of them working together, one of them has to be watching the other while the other one is watching. You always have to maintain visual 100% of the time. because They don't get us. Not unless you were good as we were. Y'all like we, were we were so good that we were the, the ones putting up the most numbers in the whole entire market. Like we were people that were training other stores on how to catch apprehensions. So we were like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna brag, but we were, we were pretty fucking good. <laughs> and um, so my coworker was watching, and she was a military vet. And and she was watching the other one, and I was getting the other one. And we're like, okay, this is going to be an easy $200 apprehension for me. That's going to be like a $300 apprehension for you. So luckily, they leave at the same time. I come up, do my thing, say who I am. I'm leading her there. My coworker does her thing um, and and leads uh, her in there. She's with our boss. I have to get an extra person with me, so I get an assistant manager to come with me. And we make our stop. They 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 have an, a, a black lady who they're stopping. I have the white lady. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how we're kind of kind of 
follow me here because it's gonna go crazy in just a second. Okay. My apprehension, the white lady, decides that at this moment, right before we enter the door, and keep in mind, the other apprehension is about to cross into that door and they're gonna be in there. So we were right behind them. At that point, she decides to start having a seizure. Rolling on the ground, saying that, you know, again, screaming bloody murder, saying that she's having a seizure when she's not really convulsing, there's nothing really happening with her. <laughs> she's just throwing a fit like mm -hmm. a grown toddler. Again, heavy set ladies. When we were walking her, she dropped all of her weight. And I have an assistant manager. He was also a military vet. He wasn't scared to do apprehensions. He knew what, what this was about. Mm -hmm. He was holding on to her as well. When he when she dropped her weight, he was still like holding her. And his elbow, his shoulder dislocated. So big she's throwing a fit and he's actually really mad. Like he's pissed off that. You know how some military vets, when they get like oh. an injury, they actually get more mad and they, 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 they try to go through the pain. She's rolling, throwing a fit. It's busy in this store. People are starting to watch. I'm looking around. I see my boss and my coworker <laughs> right at the door. And my boss is backing his ass up to the lady so she doesn't leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's almost in the dark. Because she sees her friend throwing a fit, trying to escape. She's like, this is my chance. And my boss was like, nope. We're getting one of y'all. We're getting one of y'all. So he backs his ass up into her and he's trying to stop her. Big lady. And then my coworker, I see her trying to pull her in. They hold her there, but mine is rolling away out the door. <laughs> she still hasn't gotten up. She's rolling away. And the assistant manager decides to kind of put a knee, like to kind of stop her. Mm -hmm. And then everyone is looking and I'm on the phone with them. And I tell the cops, okay, I have to now speak to medical because this lady is saying that she's having a seizure. And your assistant manager just located. Well, I'm not going to. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh. I didn't know that. I just know that I have to call medical attention for this seizure lady. Because mm -hmm. I'm treating her as if it's actually one. Just doing everything by the book. And I'm on the phone. I completely left her alone. I'm going to let her do her thing. But my the assistant manager, he, he's mad. He doesn't want to let her go anymore. Like, nah, not on no, my no, 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 not on my watch. So cops get there. <laughs> they pull out their taser and they tell her, stop, or I'm going to taser you. Her seizure's gone. Oh. All of a sudden, she's oh. calm. She's, we'll just start threatening she's, people. Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> That's the cure. Just start threatening people. Just be like, are you having a seizure? <laughs> I'm going to tase you. Oh. The funny thing is, they go to the next lady where my boss is still backing his ass up to her. Throwing it they dead. put the taser to her. She stops as well. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> and, you know, medical checks them out. They're good. Um, the cop was actually all on our side. You know, they usually are most of the time. And, you know, she was trying to talk shit to me directly saying mm -hmm. that I'm going to get you fired for this and things and that. And the cop was like, lady, 
you were stealing. Shut up. No. <laughs> like, completely just, like, fucking putting it straight with her. And, he, like, he was just backing us up. And, I, and it was nice. And so in that situation, district um, managers decide to look at video and they see the whole thing cut us down because, you know, they think it's easier just to get rid of us than to get national. They thought it was going to get a lot of attention, media attention. Oh, because everyone they, could see. A lot see. of people were watching. She a lot of people had the phones out and things like that. Nothing came to it. Um, and then my boss threatened to do wrongful termination. They got us all back. They gave us money, blah, blah, blah. And then back pay. Back pay. And then so I continued working there. Um, but my boss, he got his money, he dipped, and my co-worker continued work, the, the military vet, she continued working there as well. What about dislocated arm guy? He got his medical, and he never got in trouble. And he was the one that was putting her knee, like, oh, on her. Shit. Dang. And I was just like, I had to fight it for, like, a bit, talking to some, like, executives, like, pleading my case. Mm-hmm. And they told us no and then i think on the second month is when he threatened lawyers and they were like mm, we're pussies <laughs> we'll just give you money and so you know we got we got back and you know it was it was just crazy it's weird to work at a place that they kept I, they kept seeing if i was going to just get the money and leave and i did it because at that point, at the boss who I was working for, like I had a really good relationship she was with like him. Your mentor. I mean, it wasn't my mentor. Oh no! I mean, she works at a different store, and I would still keep in touch with her, like mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, honestly. And she was, um, she helped me a lot. But this this boss, he was my boss, boss. Mm-hmm. I just, I had a, I had a better connection with him. You know, I he, he, he really helped him. me, yeah. and. Um, I don't know. I just liked him as a boss. I would, I, yeah, if you ever work for someone that you don't like, mind working, like you'll do anything for this guy. Like, yeah, I mean, I I know how you are. Yeah. You respect me. Like I have a good work relationship with you. I wouldn't mind working anywhere. Okay. And he, I did. Like he changed two different stores, and I followed him because I'm like, I don't want to work for another boss doing this job because this job is very stressful, and he understood that, and so he always. Uh, you know, helped us out with that and, and things like that. There was one time me and him got in a tussle with a professional bull rider. He said he was a professional bull rider, but we grabbed his fucking ass and we took him in. And, and um, you know, there was just things like that that I knew he was he was down for anything, yeah. I guess you could say. And, you know, I enjoyed working for him. But um, the probably the the story where, like, I felt, like I was robbed myself was there is this when you look at people you kind of tell that they they're doing some type of drugs and I could tell that these people were either on heroin or just some other type of just like deep drug like fucking hard drug and meth meth. yeah that's the other one heroin Mm -hmm. and meth and um can we say that can we say this on this You guys do drugs? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the reason why I kind of was just like keeping an, uh, an eye on them. But I was still looking around the whole store to see if there was anything else. And I think I was it was just me working that morning. And 
I, I told my boss, like, hey, there's this really fishy guy. He just went to the back bathrooms and he has this, like, purse with him, per se. And Is he, it a fanny pack? No. It oh. was, like, um, a case, a zipper case. Oh. Almost like a CD case. I know what you mean. Like, they go zoop, zoop, mm-hmm. zoop. Yep, yep, like, zoop, zoops. Three zoops. Three zoops. Two four. short, one long. <laughs> Two short. But he had that with him. And I just didn't feel safe. And so um, there was people saying that they were hearing noise from the bathroom. So I called the cops. I'm like, hey, can you send a deputy down here to do just a, uh, a check in my store? I feel like there's something going on. Possibly someone doing drugs in the bathroom. Um, so they come down, they bring a deputy. As soon as I'm walking down there with the deputy, he sits away from that that zipper bag that he has. So we saw him put it to the side. We we bring him in, we knock on there. There's a girl in there and we bring them both. And in that zipper bag was half a pound of methamphetamine. The biggest drug stop that that, department has ever had and it turns out that that crystal was something that the state has been tracking for a while now and so i had to do a whole bunch of like video backtracking looking at what vehicle they had they actually had a third person in a winnebago and they fucking drove off almost like fucking heisenberg like they were oh you don't watch that show you've never seen that show i don't know that it's it's uh breaking bad Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, they made uh, meth in in, a, in an RV. I, I I know I know that much. Yeah, and so I know the guy with the glasses. It was like Heisenberg type of shit, but they weren't anywhere near as smart because they were getting caught at Wally World. Exactly, and so the deputy has to call that in to his lieutenant or his supervisor, mm-hmm. and he was getting all the praise from his other friends and, and everything. The, the, the His lieutenant came. He's like, great fucking job. All man. he did was show up. And I was like, literally like, bruh, like, if it wasn't for me, <laughs> you guys wouldn't be getting that shit. Like, I helped out. And they didn't give a fuck. Cops sometimes don't. They're, they're, Just be a cop. Cops, no, because what told me I didn't want to is when that guy pulled the gun on me. Oh. Even though I don't want someone's life like someone holding my life i don't want to hold someone's life as oh, well yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't want to be able that's and it's too much power it's having a target on your back nowadays yeah. honestly being a True. cop is very like scary scary like it's 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 either one or the other is going to come after you yeah. so like you really have to like it's a lot of stress and i don't think i would like that you know if anything i would be a firefighter helping people yeah, yeah I, i'd enjoy that more the only thing you'll have to fight is the fires <laughs> you are they don't, you're still like, they don't have guns they don't, got, they don't <laughs> shoot you with fire who are you talking about who you do that <laughs> wait dragons shoot fire from them. you gotta worry about that you gotta worry about that you gotta worry about that there was um there's one more that I wanted to tell you. This was because literally, this world of shoplifting took me to a whole different. Level. It showed me what is really out there. And another thing that shoplifters do is they do credit cards, right? That's crazy. They steal credit. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gift cards. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah, load yeah. gift cards, yes, right? They, they, do. Sure they do that at they K. Do Roger. That. Yep, K. Roger. <laughs> and so. 
we ca- we caught on to this two Asian guys that kept coming into our store mm-hmm. and loading gift cards. When we caught them and apprehended them, I didn't think it was going to go this deep because when we caught them, they said that they were working for someone. They didn't want to take the fall. They said that this guy was driving us around, telling us to load these gift cards and he was going to give us a percentage. So at that point, I'm thinking like we got like the grunt guys, but there's actually a head guy out there doing a whole fucking scheme. All of a sudden, we get messages. I, I, I think my my boss got a call from an FBI agent saying, hey, those two Asian people that you caught, we've actually been tracking them through their database and they've been making their way across country, loading gift cards. So at one point in my shoplifting career, I was working with the FBI Dude, your life's a movie. <laughs> right, bro. It was freaking weird. Like, I'm like, there's no way that it was just people loading gift cards. And it turns out it was like a whole entire fucking thing with the FBI. And they were trying to, you know, find these people for the longest time. And you busted another one. And so since we got we got the two guys, they used those two guys to figure out the morgues. I mean, they're only going to tell me so much. So I don't know what happened after that. Mm-hmm. And, but hopefully they had caught the big guy, you know, the big fish. Head honcho. The head honcho. But yeah, man, that the world of fucking shoplifting. That's that Asian version of head honcho. Buddha. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> but um, honestly, that's all I had, man. There's a whole bunch of other stories, but that's, that's, that's it's all. It's not shoplifting. It's not shoplifting. I mean, it's... It's crazy, but I'm, I left that life because it was just too stressful. Too much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like but honestly, that's all I have. Do you have anything else to add? No, sir. All right. I don't catch shoplifters. You don't catch shoplifters. You just catch Just one. Just the one. The one couple. Catching hearts is what you do. Catching hearts. Okay, everyone. Again, I've been your host, uh, Sacramento, and this is our co-host. Co-host. Your name, Patrick. <laughs> Patty, if, if Daddy. If you want to reach us or, or send us any questions, any topics, um, or even if you want to come on to the show, please reach us on Twitter at ssdd underscore podcast. Um, you know, or you could just search up same shit different day. Um, of course, you know, there's other episodes on Spotify. If you guys want to listen to them, we'd very much appreciate it. Share with your friends. Share with your family. And we'll catch you on the next one. Deuces. Bye.